It's Thursday, April 21st, and this is Goodwill Talk Daily. Welcome back to Goodwill Talk Daily. Thank you for taking some time every day to spend in the Word and in prayer. I hope you've been enjoying our time together. Uh, if this is your first time here at Goodwill Talk Daily, welcome. We're glad that you're here. Uh, you don't have to worry about going back and listening to everything that you've missed. Just dive in with us right here. My prayer is that this time in the Word and this time in prayer would be encouraging to you, fruitful in your life. And as we talk about what God is doing to prepare us for good works, I pray that you will be looking, that you will have eyes to see what God has prepared for you today. Let's look at the scriptures, 2 Timothy chapter 2. I'm going to read for us verses 19 to 21. We'll be finishing up this small portion and we'll be looking into uh, the next few verses starting tomorrow. 2 Timothy chapter 2, starting in verse 19. But God's firm foundation stands, bearing this seal, the Lord knows those who are his and let everyone who names the name of the Lord depart from iniquity. Now in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for honorable use, some for dishonorable. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from what is dishonorable, he will be a vessel for honorable use, set apart as holy useful to the master of the house, ready for every good work. Useful to the master of the house, ready for any, for every good work. This gives us the picture, again, of um, a great house. Think of a, a mansion, think of a, a beautiful home on the hillside there. You know, a lot of money lives in that house, right? And you know that in that house, there are those, those vessels, that, that fine china, that beautiful silverware that is used only once in a while for the most honored of guests. And you know that there's also the ordinary use vessels, those things that are for everybody, right? Whenever you're just hanging out and eating some pizza, you're not getting out the fine china. What you're getting out are the paper plates or you're getting out the, the knock-around dishes, right? Those things that you can put in a dishwasher, <laughs> <laughs> Not those things that you want to meticulously hand wash and put away gently, right? So he moves from that picture of honorable and dishonorable, not because the dishes are evil or anything like that, but they're common. He moves from that to the difference between the believer who is resisting sin, who's departed from iniquity, who wants to do everything they can to honor the Lord with their lives, to those Christians who do not put sin to death. And here's the thing. He says that those who are, who, are, who are putting away the dishonorable things, who are cleansing themselves from dishonorable things, are set apart as holy, useful to the master, and prepared to do every good work. They're ready for every good work. You are useful to the master of the house. He can use you for kingdom things. There is an implied other side of the coin. There are those who are not resisting sin who then become not useful to the master. And that is a terrible place to be. Christian, are you useful to the Lord because you've resisted sin or are you not? 
There may be things that God has for you to do for his kingdom's sake that you're not able to do because you don't resist sin, because you don't depart from iniquity, because you don't cleanse yourself from those things that are dishonorable. Cleanse yourself that you might be useful. Imagine what the Lord might be able to do in and through your life for his glory's sake if only you would depart from iniquity and cleanse yourself. He can use you. Would you let him by cleansing yourself from sin? Would you let him by coming to the Lord and asking forgiveness and allowing the Spirit to carve that sin out of you and make you whole? Would you do it? Would you be useful to the master? You're useful to the master and you're prepared for every good work. Those who are actively resisting sin are also actively looking for things to do positively for the kingdom. It is not a one-way resistance. There is the resistance against sin, but then there's the active seeking out of good works to do for the glory of God and the sake of the kingdom. Are you looking actively, Christian, for what you can do for Jesus Christ today? Listen, it's a Thursday, and I don't know when you're listening to this. Maybe this is the middle of the work day. Maybe you're listening to this before you even get going, or maybe this is the way you're ending your day. Here's what I have for you. Are you looking right now for good work that you can do for the glory of Jesus Christ? What can you do for his sake today? What does it look like in the office to seek to be prepared for every good work. Are you prepared? How do you get prepared? You do what you're doing now. You spend time in the word and you spend time in prayer, asking the Holy Spirit to give you eyes to see those things that he has set up for you to do today. The good works of the kingdom are not always the massive world-changing things. In fact, those are rare. The good works of the kingdom are the everyday obediences that Jesus calls us to. The everyday acts of love and kindness. The everyday demonstration of the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. Those fruit of the Spirit showing in your life. What good work has God set out for you today? You're doing the right thing. You're resisting sin. But ask the Holy Spirit, not only to help you resist sin, but to help you find the positive things to do. You're doing the, the quote-unquote negative work, right? You're resisting the negative things. Do the positive work too. Holy Spirit, what is it for me today in my workplace? What is it for me today in my home? What is the good work I can do in my home? How do I bless my spouse? How do I care for my children? How do I honor my parents? What do I do today actively, positively? What good work do I have? What good work do I have in, um, in and among my friends? What, what, how can I go to my friend and be the person who listens? How can I spur others on to good works and help others to resist sin and temptation in their own lives? What good work do I have before me today? Let's come to the Lord in prayer and ask that the Holy Spirit would open our eyes to those good works. Father, it is the middle of the work week, and for so many of us, we've been doing a lot of things. We have busy schedules. 
So Holy Spirit, I pray that you would constantly bring these verses back into people's hearts and minds as they go about their day to day. Help us to resist sin that we might be useful to you, the master of the house, the head of the church, the king of kings. Prepare us for every good work, Lord. Holy Spirit, open our eyes to the things that you have in this world that we might be able to honor you with our lives. Show us good works that we might walk in them. You say that you've prepared good works before the foundation of the earth for us to walk through. Show us what they are today. What are today's good works? What are today's good things to do in our workplace, in our family, among our friends, when we're alone? What is the good work, Lord, that we can do? Would you open our eyes, reveal that to our hearts, Lord, that we might be effective in the resistance against sin, and that we might be useful in your kingdom, we might be useful vessels of righteousness in your church. Would you help us, Lord, to do good work that honors you? Holy Spirit, help us to do this, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you for your time today. It is great to see you all. Thank you for coming to Good Will Talk Daily. We'll be back again tomorrow to finish up the week. But until then, keep your eyes open. See how the Lord might bring good work in front of you. We love you. We'll see you later. God bless from Good Will Talk Daily.